Welcome to Blueprint Radio. I'm your host, Martin Williams. Here we help you create a blueprint for your life. So let's build. And welcome to Blueprint Radio. My name is Martin Williams. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You may do so on uh, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. All the links to the podcast can be found at guidedexpressions.com forward slash podcast with an S. So today I'm going to kind of switch gears a little bit and start talking about the power of decision. And that is a book that was written by Raymond Charles Barker. I think I attempted to start a series um, earlier this year, but I am for sure uh, going to uh, go through it now. And I wanted to do it partly because I needed a refresher on the book. Um, and I wanted to really do a deeper dive, but I also wanted to bring as many people along with me as I could, because I think this is one of the more important books that have been written um, concerning mindset, concerning uh, success, and just concerning living the type of life that you want to live. Now, um, I've ex- I think I've explained in the past that I have seven to eight books that I read uh, constantly that I, you know, continually go back to. I'll, you know, I, I read other books too, but there's kind of a core, <clears throat> excuse me, core amount of books that I read and I always come back to. And this is one of those books because I think that it really, it's really important that people understand the power of making a decision and if you don't make decisions for yourself and for your life, you kind of end up stuck in the same place. Excuse me. Um, Stan fell. <laughs> um, sorry. So you, you end up making decisions. Um, excuse me. You end up not making decisions and you end up being stuck in life, you know, from year to year. If you find yourself kind of in the same place that you were 10 years ago, that's probably because you have not made a decision to improve your life in any significant way. And I know that sounds ultra simplified and ultra, you know, watered down. And, you know, you might say, well, you don't know my circumstances and you don't know this and you don't know that. And that's fine. I don't know your circumstances, but I also know that our circumstances aren't the impediment that we and when I say we, I'm talking about society at large, has made them out to be. And you will see that as we go through this book. So this is going to be a 30-day journey through this book. Um, I want to basically break down some of the key concepts. I will not read the entire book on this podcast. I will not go through every single line in in the book. I think it's worth reading. I think it's worth buying. Uh, especially considering the the things that we spend our money on in this world. Uh, This is one of the better spent 10 to $15 you will ever spend um, just because of what this book can do for your life, what it can do for your health, what it can do for your finances, what it can do for your relationships, what it can do for your creativity. It's worth it. So that ends my commercial (laughs) for the power decision. Um, so we're going to delve right into it. So, um, after we go through the introduction, the inter- the introduction, 
uh, was given by one of uh, Dr. Barker's, and it was written by Raymond Charles Barker, if I didn't mention that before. Uh, it was given by one of Dr. Barker's uh, protégés. And he, the protégé basically explained how he lived in California and decided to move to New York really to study with Dr. Barker, who at the outset hadn't really um, made protégés welcome as far as to study with him personally. Um, Raymond Charles Barker would give weekly lectures at, um, I believe it was Webster Hall in New York City, and you know, these were well-attended lectures. These were lectures that would have you know, many, many people show up week after week. And he really began to um, get a following that was formidable. And this book has been taught in schools. It's been taught in uh, colleges, I should say. Um, it's been uh, a favorite of many people. Uh, I know that, you know, there's probably more than a few coaches who have used this book um, whether they gave credit or not uh, to uh, teach whatever it is that they were teaching and really just for personal development. Um, you just learn a lot about yourself. So in the first chapter, Dr. Barker talks about how we live in an intelligent universe, right? And he asks the rhetorical question, why do we make wrong decisions? And he says it's because we act unintelligently in an intelligent universe. We act as if we don't know um, in a universe that knows everything, right? And so the universe here, I take to mean God, right? And, you know, God is all-knowing. He's all-intelligent, right? And we are an individualized version of that. And we have the power to make right decisions if we act like what we came from, okay? So when you understand that God is infinite, he can't act unintelligently. He's not in the dark as far as how he acts. But there are a lot of people who are indecisive. And what do they say? If, if the answer isn't, clear, if the answer isn't readily apparent, what does a person say? That person says, well, I don't know. But that's not really true, right? Because we are intelligent, right? We have intelligence. And what he goes on to say, he meaning Dr. Barker, he goes on to say that we are pure intelligence. And then we have to affirm that we're always acting intelligently. See, the problem with a lot of people is that they're intelligent, but they act unintelligently. And what does it mean to act unintelligently? It means, you know, you take on things like fear and worry and hatred and this idea of struggle. When we come from a power that doesn't do any of those things, like God doesn't struggle. God doesn't, you know, muddle through whatever he wants to do. It's basically he decides to do something and then he does it. 
And that's how we should act. That's how we should go through life. We should go through life making decisions that we're going to do something and then do it. But most people are plagued by self-doubt. And the reason that they're plagued by self-doubt is because they don't understand that they are pure intelligence. You don't understand that you, you really do know. But you just got to make a decision to do it. And what that decision does is that it unlocks the right idea. See, the right idea is not available when you live in a state of not knowing, right? And, and not knowing is more so a belief that you keep telling yourself, well, I don't know, or that's too hard for me, or that's too difficult. How many times through life have you looked at something and thought, wow, how do people do that? And then in a matter of a very short period of time, not only did you figure out how to do it, you're doing it at a level that is so easy for you that you can probably do two or three other things at the same time. Think about driving, for instance. How many of you were, those of you that drive, how many of you were terrified when you started driving, <laughs> right? I was, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Although I wanted a car and I wanted the freedom that came with it, I was terrified when I started driving because I'd never done it before. And I never, you know, I never thought that, you know, that it would ever be, be easy or ever become easy. Even though there were people who drove all the time, even though there were people who were always around and, you know, driving and everything else. And, it, you know, it's... It's easy, right, to them, but to me, it was the hardest thing ever, at least so it seemed. But the more I did it, and the more that, and it was just an everyday thing, the more I did it, it just became easy. And now, you know, you can, you can, um, you know, look at your phone, you can eat, you can do all these different things while you're driving. As before, you know, it was just something where, you had two hands on the steering wheel, eyes <laughs> straight ahead. And you should still drive like that, by the way. But most people don't. Most people drive, and it's a, it's a secondary thing. I mean, I've been driving for, um, wow, probably more than 20 years. Um, yeah, like 25, actually. So, yeah, I've been driving a really long time. So... You know, it, it's second nature now, but it at a for a long time it wasn't. Not for a long time, but it, you know, you, you get where I'm coming from, right? It was not something that was readily easy, but in time it became easy. But that's really our innate nature. We have the ability to make things easy because we come from pure intelligence. And the thing about it is that as you learn, right, as you go through different experiences, they become easier and easier and easier because that's your potential, right? What I want you to understand is that things can be that easy and it doesn't have to take a long time. We all have met someone that as soon as you tell them how to do something, they're just able to do it, right? You only got to teach them once and then they're off to the races, that 
ability resides in everyone. But the problem is that we think that we're not smart. How many people can relate? You know, maybe when you were little, someone called you stupid, or you know, maybe you got bad grades in school, and you kind of wore this belief on yourself that maybe I'm not that smart. What I want you to do from here on out, stop calling yourself stupid. Stop calling yourself slow because you're not stupid. I don't care how many Fs you got in school. I don't care what teacher, professor, or coach called you stupid. I don't care if you, even if one of your parents called you stupid. You're not stupid. You're brilliant. You're a genius. You just may not be acting like it at the moment, but you are brilliant. And you have the ability to do whatever you want to do because you came from intelligence. You came from pure intelligence. So the way, again, the way that you walk in your intelligence is that you have to act intelligently. Okay? So the temptation may be to worry about something. Right? You might be worried about a bill. You may be worried about your health. You may be worried about a relationship. You, know, you might be worried that someone's going to leave you or someone is going to, you know, do something to make you leave them, right? But when you worry, what you're doing is, is that you're scheduling problems, right? And where those problems come from is, you know, oftentimes those problems are created, but they're created all, not consciously. We create problems by the way that we think, right? We think in a way that is out of line with what God thinks, right? So God doesn't think in terms of problems. God thinks, okay, this is what I want to create, and I'm going to create it. It's a very simple concept, but a lot of times what we do is that because we're so indecisive and we don't want to make a mistake because we're afraid of failure, we're afraid it's not going to work, we're afraid of, you know, just any number of things. We're, act, we're acting intelligently because we're thinking in un, unintelligently, excuse me, we're thinking unintelligently. We're thinking as if we don't know. And because of that, that's creating more problems, more uh, chaos, more confusion. We're creating the confusion. Have you ever heard someone say, you know, I'm tired of all the confusion, but they never really <laughs> pay attention to their part in it, that, you know, they're creating at least a part of the confusion? And it's easy to do when you don't know any better. But confusion comes from the way that we think. When you start thinking in terms of, okay, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. And you make the decision to do that. What happens after that is that all of these different ideas come about. Maybe you notice an advertisement from a personal trainer. Or maybe you notice some recipes on how to, you know, eat less carbs or less calories. Or maybe you notice that there's a gym on the way to work for those of you that still drive to work. Or buy the house. Or you may notice a park where you can walk in the morning. All these things begin to enter your consciousness because you made a decision that you were going to lose 20 pounds. 
And it works that way with everything. When you make a decision, you unlock ideas, right ideas that will allow you to meet that goal. And it doesn't matter how big the goal is. The goal could be a billion dollars, right? And everyone may not want a billion dollars, but if you wanted that, all you have to do is make a decision to get it. And when you make the decision to get it, all of these ideas are going to start flooding your consciousness. And all you've got to do is just choose one of those ideas, carry them out. And then just like you learn how to drive, the first time you drove, you probably made all kinds of mistakes, right? But that's okay. The next day you go back at it, you, you know, you drive some more. And then the day after that, you drive some more. And pretty soon you get to a point where, you know, a year or two later, you're driving like it's secondhand or maybe even sooner than that. And it's the same way with anything else in life. The first idea that you try may not work. It may not be something that nets you a billion dollars. It may not make a dollar. But if you continue to execute day after day, guess what's going to happen? You're going to learn. You're going to retool. You're going to refocus. And eventually one of those ideas is going to work. And you're going to get the result that you were after. And this is how success happens for the vast majority of people in the world. It's really that simple. You don't have to beat your head against the wall to get something to work. It's really just a matter of making a decision and unlocking those ideas, unlocking that insight that can only come from above. So... Believe it or not, I've only gotten through maybe three, or, <laughs> maybe like three or four pages of the book. Um, but I'm going to come back tomorrow and I'm going to pick up with the book and give you some more good stuff out of this book. It's such a great book. So uh, please tune in for the next episode. And if you feel so inclined, uh, please subscribe, like, comment, share this out. Uh, to friends and family and I will talk to you soon thanks for listening to Blueprint Radio for more information on Martin Williams coaching and products please go to guidedexpressions.com or visit me on Facebook as well as Instagram Instagram